The views and opinions expressed on the preceding on-air program or on the individual show or on our personality page are those of the host, co-host, or anyone appearing on the program. They are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them and do not necessarily reflect the views of the management, staff, or any other on-air personalities. If you have any questions, please do so by contacting them directly. The following content of this episode of the RH3 show may contain elements that are not suitable for some audience. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Red. Most of you all know me uh, uh, as Red, but my name is Rufus. I am the host of the RH3 show, and you are now uh, getting ready to tune in to a conversation, a dialogue with uh, about four or five great, great, honorable, I think, men uh, that I can glean from that I have, um, you know, wanted to pull in together to discuss some uh, topics that, um, you know, have been an issue with not only within our home, within our uh, community, within our black community. And so, if you will, uh, the conversation uh, is getting ready to take place, and uh, it is myself, it is uh Minister Andrew Davis, Gerald A. Pimbleton, uh, a good friend of mine. All of them are great friends of mine and family as well. Uh, Justin Johnson. Also, we have uh, Joe Hernandez uh, and Demarcus Davidson. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. But um, we are in conversation. We're ready to have a conversation in regards to different topics, uh, relationships with your children, uh, family security, a whole plethora of topics that, uh, again, and like I said, that that really plagued or um, have been a concerned issue within our home as well as within our community. So if you will join in on the discussion, if you will share uh, uh, this this link, this video, uh, this audio clip or what have you, and also discuss with us. All right. And there will be a part two. And uh, maybe, you know, uh, the other guys that that have been, you know, with us from the very beginning and wanted to. Uh, uh, be a part of this first part roundtable could join us in on part two and maybe invite some ladies and then once that get going uh, we'll do an open uh, a sit down uh, type of thing to where it'd be video so we can see us I right? this is just the beginning I right? it's an initiative that we're getting started that we're kicking off and um not maybe this thing could go big and shake up some things and turn Facebook or social media or our community inside out. I, I, again, uh, I am your boy Rufus, the host of the RH3 show. And I wanted to do this, uh, special here for you all. And the fellas wanted to do this and voice our opinion in regards to, uh, uh, what we see. And again, like I said in the beginning, some of the views are not of the co-host or not of any other guys that are in this discussion and we are on our own individual and we come together with the respect of each man as well as with the respect of uh uh, our listeners and our people as well as our family so again sit back and relax and relieve your mind and enjoy our conversation that is getting ready to take place all right talk to you soon at the end of this broadcast all right you all this is part two 
of part one for the roundtable talk with the fellas. All right, let's get it started. You know what it is. You know how we started out with on yesterday. All right, let's go ahead and get it started. Without further ado, here is uh, our discussion. All right, roll take track. Talk with Red segment right here on the Arch Three Show. But but man, what you done, Gerald? Uh, that, that, yeah, that's that's gonna be a blessing, man, for generations after you gone. And that was my whole point: is that at some point in time, and somebody mentioned it earlier, at some point we have got to stop the generational cycle. And I looked at myself in the mirror when I lost everything because I've lost everything twice in my life and built it back. I've been blessed to do that. That was just that. That wasn't because I'm so smart. That's because I'm so blessed. Then to do that, I don't even take that credit. But the fact is that we have. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I am not going to quit. Because at some point, somebody in my bloodline has got to put their foot down and say, this stops with me. Yeah. This stops with me. And I vowed that there's never been a millionaire in my family. There's never. Now, granted, my family not hurting because they got good jobs. I got three, four people work for the federal government, like in Washington. So they, they ain't hurting. They went to school. They got jobs. But the fact is, at some point in time, I've got to stop that in my bloodline. And I promised it would be me. If I never yeah. did a thank you, it's got to be me. And that's what uh, that's what my, my push has been. That's what my drive has been. That's where I continued. And I'll tell you guys, one of the things that really helped my kids, you know, when I, we didn't have a whole lot and I lost everything. But one of the things that I did was I taught my kids stock with penny stocks. They're a penny a share. So you take $10, you got a thousand shares. Let them play with those thousand shares. And one of the things I made the deals with my older kids, I I didn't do it with my younger kids now because they got their own little businesses going on. I'm trying to keep them to say, y'all better say something for taxes or something. Uh, But (laughs) one of the things that I taught them is, if you want these Jordans over here, you can get them. The only thing I ask is that the money that you make, you need to invest it, and you buy the Jordans with the interest or the profit you make off the money you invested. Mm. 
And I said, you can buy anything you want. I don't even have to like it. But if you buy it off interest and not your principal, we good. Man. Yeah, that's, that's that's teaching right there, man. That's that's powerful. That's good. And even yeah, if, even, I, um, I, I don't know how we got it. Uh, I, I also know how we got it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got the finances. I offer encouragement, but <laughs> I'm liking this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did tackle about three or four topics on on you know just the, the start of it and so you know good conversation and before we go to a next one any final thought on you know what we've been speaking on uh, like I said I would, I would just say man uh, encourage you know I, I would say educate about sex but don't encourage sex mm-hmm. encourage in other areas that's all I would say yeah, I definitely go with that. I, I, I believe that if we don't teach, and somebody mentioned it before, these kids now are on websites in elementary school. Yeah. If they don't hear about it from the parents, if they don't have the guidelines, if we're not talking about it, because I'm 48, my mom still ain't had to talk with me. She's hit now. It's too late. Like, I got four kids. But... but I talked to, to my daughters very early, and what I told them point blank was, look, I'm here to give you what will happen if you make the choices. My job is not to make choices for you. My job is to teach you how to make good ones. So my daughters felt comfortable coming to me when they had questions. When my daughter, when my daughter wanted to have sex with my oldest daughter, when she wanted to have sex for the first time. She came to me. She came to me. And I, I put it out with I said, now look, here's the facts. If you choose to have sex with this fella, you don't get another first time. For the rest of your life, he's going to be your first. Do you like him that much? To be your first forever? She thought about it two days. She came back. She said, Dad, I love you, but I don't like him that much. And that was the end of that conversation. I had to make the choice for it. But, but the truth is, I and you hit the nail on the head, it's education. There's never been anything that they've asked me. Now, granted, I don't say go into detail at three years old. That's irresponsible. But um, one of the things my grandmother said is, answer the question like the question was asked. Don't give any more information than that. And as long as they know they can come to us to get their questions asked, they'll stop asking questions at school. Yeah, and you have to you have to ask you have to ask questions, especially now because again, you know, you're 48. I, I don't know how the other brothers are. I'm 52. At back in back in our age, or, or maybe a little earlier, it was it was almost. Uh, unladylike was for certain women or, or for young ladies to cross certain lines. You didn't ask the guy out, that guy asked you out. You didn't pursue my guy. You sit back and you you were a lady till that guy pursued you. Now these girls are being taught to be so aggressive at young ages that uh, if you don't check on them and be like, hey, you know, what, what you doing? Because I remember, and this was some years ago, um, 
a young lady, uh, not a young lady, but she was a little older than me, but her, her son was invited to a rainbow party at Situate. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I asked her, I said, did you let him go? She said, yeah, I kind of figured it was harmless. You know, what, what, what could you do at a rainbow? I said, do you know what a rainbow party is? And she said, no. And when I told her, it's like, she turned, this white lady, she turned beet red. Um, <laughs> I said, you better start asking questions. Um, you know, when you're certain about, you know, what are you doing uh, 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 with the friends he's hanging with, What you know, how sexually involved he is and all. So, uh, uh, I guarantee you she didn't know that he was the only guy at that party. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, you know, rainbow party, man. If any of you guys don't know, that's you know, where the girls put the different shades of lipstick on. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we, we have to ask questions, especially in the day's time, you know, with these kids, or if you're, good, if you're blessed enough to have uh, grandkids. And so, you know, I grabbed mine, man. I, I grabbed them. I said, hey, come here. Let's talk, talk, let's pop up. Look, we're we going to talk. And I don't go into deep, you know, deep conversations with them, but I let them know that I know. And so you ain't slick. You ain't pulling nothing over on me. And and I can just look at you and tell by your, your attitude, how you walk and everything else, what you got going on. So we, we got to ask questions. And we got to educate. We got to educate. So like I said, if you don't, and that, that tablet or that, that cell phone is going to teach you a whole lot of stuff. The holidays are over, but the new year and the new shows are here. Beginning January the 4th begins new shows all January long. We got Inside Scoop Days, Real Talk with Rufus Days, Ask Red Letter Days, and the first week of the month, we're celebrating 11 years of the RH3 Show brand. We also have friend to the show, Sean Ware. He's back with us to co-host and to showcase his brand new album, Banner for Christ. We're stepping into a new year, so let's make it a turnaround year. All right, let's do it. The RH3 Show. For more about the broadcast, please visit the RH3Show.com. Want a free subscription to be a part of our live listening audience? Download one of the major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and more. And search The RS3 Show and subscribe. You'll get all new content as well as access to previously aired broadcasts to listen to, download, and to share to your contacts. We'd love for you to be a part of our family. Subscribe today. The RH3 Show. For more about the broadcast, please visit the RH3Show.com. Right. 
You're right. We're going to uh, segue over to the topic on uh, relationship. And this this question stemmed from um, a, a post I had put up. And J.J. Uh, Gwynn, James, he, him and another uh, a friend of mine's on my post, they, it was it was a long dialogue or whatever. And it was going back and forth about why uh, we choose women of other race over women of our own race. And, um, you know, it was it kind of gotten heated. And I wish she was on here. And so we'll probably, you know, discuss it again when he get on here. But what would be your thought on you know why we as black men choose women of a, of other races than our own. Well, I guess I can't be in this conversation because I never have. <laughs> right. <laughs> who, 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 anybody can touch on this. You can tell us. Hey, I, I, I can. Um, I'm I can this, I've never been. I've never been in a relationship with none other than black women. Mm-hmm. Put it like that. Right. Gotcha. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, in a way, that's kind of like, you know, like when you're younger, how something's embedded into your head. Like, I hate to bring this up, but like, my grandma always told me, like, you know, if you can't use a, your comb, don't bring it home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't bring it home. I heard that. I mean, I, had, I got an old school grandma. Exactly. Like my grandma about to be, she, she about to be 85. Like, I mean, she's not racist, but I mean, she just let me know, like, hey. That's not that's not gonna happen in this house. I'm like, well, I mean, your rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, now I have, um, and and I can answer that in just two words: curiosity for one, because that that was my, you know, that was my thing. You know, what you know, what's it like? You know, you hear, you know, the stories, or you hear, you know, uh, it, it just, you just want to know. Uh, with me, I was in in my college. Uh, I didn't, you know, didn't, but in college at the time, but um. Uh, in, co- in my college years, you know, my mid to uh, early to mid twenties, and you I mean you're just curious, um, and and so it's not that you're choosing uh, other races other than your own, but you just you just exploring, you just you know that interest. Uh, and the other word I'll use is respect. Uh, uh, you, you got a lot of um, a lot of. Um, the, the Caucasian women or the Asian women, uh, they, they tend to respect the man, um, I'll say most, mm-hmm. uh, tend to respect the man more so than, uh, than the, you know, the black women. You got a lot of black women that, that treat you like a king, but you got a lot of them that you toe-to-toe on the fight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just the type, hang it, if I got to beat you, I don't need you. And so uh, I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to come home to a, a argument every day in the house, and I'm not going to be in this. You know, yeah, um, a lot of times when you have um, when you have um, um, single parent uh, women, black women, they have to be the woman and the man. Mm-hmm. And so when they find a man, it's hard for them to turn that that man part of them off. And so they still got to run the house. They still got to be that. That that um, that solid force within the household. They don't know how to scale back and let that man be the man. And so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna jockey jockey for position with you. Um, so I, like I said, I think curiosity is one, and 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 respect is is another. I just you know 
just from some, I guess I'm the only one out here that's been curious. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're not the only one, brother. Nah, 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 nah. You believe that sometimes yeah. that nah, 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 nah. some, I'm not going to say all, but some black women are more confrontational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still, you still going on that? I ain't gonna cut you off. I ain't gonna do that. Oh, no, please, you did. No, I was gonna, I mean, like, I never really, you know, I'm mixed, you know what I'm saying? So black and islanders, Puerto Ricans, whatever, that's always been my, my, my bloodline to go to. And everybody got their own swag, if you want to say. Some like a little spunk, you know, a little spark or whatever, somebody can stand up for themselves. But one thing I can really say is like me personally, I like a woman with some class in them. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you don't mind saying, you know, 75% classy, 25% hood, if you want to say. But you got a lot of these black women that are straight up hood, straight up ghetto. You know what I mean? Like, if I, I don't care how fine you are. If I go to the store, and I've seen it plenty, and I know y'all have too, and I see you looking like you just stepped out of the salon looking bad, and your kids is looking terrible, you know, grape soda stood on them, shoes on the wrong foot, like... Like that attitude, like you said, that always arguing with you, like a man, a woman does too, but a man, we go out here in this world every day as a black man facing the issues we got to go to work, make this little nine to five money, and we come home. The last thing we want to do is deal with an argument or some kind of confrontation because her little girlfriend's done got on her head or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. and we just trying to bring home the bacon. That's the main reason why when most women that's fine don't understand why the dude cheated on them with, with, with a chick that was uglier than them. Well, that chick was easier to go to, not saying it's right to cheat, but it's easier to go to the, you know, that shoulder to cry on for a moment or whatever to really understand what you're going through. Because you can have a friend right now and tell her everything. You can date her later and go to tell her the same stuff you were telling her before, and now she's looking at you funny. Just like I thought we was friends. I thought we was, you know, having a communication or whatever the case. So to me, I just feel like not all, but a lot of black women, though, like like my man said earlier, you know, the confrontation and the argument of their, you know, it's like they don't want to back down. Like, you know what right, I mean? And I'm not saying right. I can't respect your queenage. I can respect you as a woman. And and it's not saying know your place, but it's like it's one man in the house, it's one woman in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, you call each other, you hold each other down. And I, and you just don't see a lot of that. You know, you, you, you get all these other turn up and, 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 you know, like like they care about themselves. I mean, look at Mother's Day and Father's Day, for instance. Mother's Day, all the women, you got sales, this jewelry, this, da 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 da. Father's Day come around and say, like, I got a new girl last year, but. That tie look kind of nice. Like it's just the the man in general to me. It's just we we don't get the credit that we deserve as men because majority of the world as a black man look at you as a deadbeat anyway. So then the woman looks at us the way the world looks at us sometimes. So and that's just my thought. Sometimes I just think some some women just a little too hood. They're not they're not not all like I said, but just a lot of black women. So you see a white lady over here that. Hey, Becky might got some good credit. Becky don't, you know, she might drink on the weekends or whatever the case, but you just feel like it's a little bit more of a safe zone to date mm-hmm. and actually get yourself mm-hmm. to a higher level than it'll be from a, a chick from the project, from the hood. And I, I personally... Becky get to work on time on Monday. Right, right. I'm going to combine... <laughs> right, my, right. My, my, my thought and pattern on that is to combine them with what... Um, you know, Scooby was saying as DeMarcus was saying as well as you, Joe. Um, it also has to deal with with I, I, I personally think it also has to deal with how society labels, you know, put the family in. If a if a 
a you know female trying to you know do this or whatever she she you know want to be strong and want to want to um be very independent and i don't need no man this that and a third next thing you know becky down the street you know or around the corner or what have you in another neighborhood you know treating her man you know really well and and this that and a third and and as men you know we don't we don't express it but you know, we need a, you know security from our women or what have you. And if a woman is telling us, then I don't, you know, I don't need, you know, you to take care of me, this, that, and the third. And then another one catering to us. I mean, you know. Game what you expect? Exactly. <laughs> Game I mean, like, like my neighbors, I seen them last week and I was out here cutting my grass. And like, you know, my kids live with me and everything. So, you know, until I get remarried again or whatever like i just seen they go outside they planted the garden together they put the little surroundings like you see some white folks build and learn off each other they they really help each other out mm -hmm. you know a, a black girl she get upset or something or whatever and she like and and they get that mentality like just to leave him at his low point you know they we don't work together as a team so much so i'm not saying that right. society views white people a different way but like i said in my own and i'm real cool with my neighbors you know what i'm saying she actually got helped me get a job so just to see that the way that they just run their lifestyle, though, I just see mm -hmm. that they have each other's back and support. And if a man doesn't feel, a black man doesn't feel valued, I feel, that makes his mind, you know, and I don't think right. a black woman really shows that, that man, his value, like, hey, I do need you to pop the top on this pickle jar mm -hmm. or whatever. It can be something as small as that. But, but if a man don't feel appreciated and valued, you know, and, and black women don't do that. They want to be, oh, well, well, what you get me for, for this and this? We spend $800 on them for whatever holiday, and we get $100 worth. And it's not about the money, but it's just the, the fact of, did you really think deeply on something that I would really care for and mm -hmm. want? Or was it the fact that it's just you thought about yourself? So I just think a lot of black women think more for themselves. And the idea of being in a relationship and being secure, their mindset just isn't built for that. You know, like you said, the young grandparents now, so they ain't doing nothing but teaching their kid and then the grandkid, the same thing. So it, it goes back you to the nail. Like I, I think you, it, it I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, with value, you hit the nail on the head because yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I, I'm gonna tell y'all, and I, I'm gonna come clean. All right, I'm come clean. Uh, uh, as far as ethnicity, I don't think there's one out there that I hadn't hit. That uh, because I was a musician for a long time, so. <laughs> You know, I've been in church all my life. You know, and I've been in relationships with a lot of different ethnicities. A lot of that had to do with the fact that um, when I was raised, my mom, even though we was in the hood, my mom wanted me to be, she worked two jobs so I could go to a private school. So I was around a whole different group of people. But okay. with that being said, with that being said, this is you hit the nail on the head because my I, I'm divorced. Uh, my ex-wife was a black woman, and um, black men inherently, I believe, and this is just my thought: black women have been taught not to value black men because you listen to. I, I'm a real proponent. I, I like etymology. And you don't listen to the words somebody says, but you listen to what they're actually saying. Black women say, oh, I got a good man. You didn't say that Derek is your soulmate. You said, I got a good one. So that makes a man feel 
anybody could fill this role as long as they treat you like you wanted to be treated. Mm -hmm. But a man wants to feel like, you know what? Ain't nobody can take my spot. Nobody can take my spot because it's me inherently in my DNA. You can't be with nobody. And it's not based on my performance, but it's based on who I am. And that's where the difference in the ethnicities work because I work, I mean, I I want all of my business partners and and all of the partners on my board, they're all white guys. And one of them, he's 32 years old, uh, named Jordan Smith. Uh, Ten years ago, him and his wife lived in a trailer park, single wide trailer. Single wide trailer. He was selling newspapers. She loved him as much then as she does now when he makes $2.7 million a year. And she's, I can look at him, I can look at her looking at him across the room at our meetings, and she's just as in love with him. Yeah. And that's the huge difference is at that low point, what, what, what you said before, man, at that low point, Sisters are going back to their girlfriends and they're like, you know what? He ain't going to never be nothing. Girl, you need to just drop him. They're looking for a husband. They're not looking right. for their mate. They're looking for anybody to fill the role that checks off the boxes they have. And that devalues a man. And see, now flip the script. If a man treats them the same way and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody 5'3", that's thicker than a snicker. And I'm looking for somebody with a coat ball curves that she know how to wear a dress, she know how to wear some heels, she got her hair and nails done, she knows how to talk. Oh, so you're not interested in who I am as a person. You're not interested in my person. You're not interested in who who I am. Accept me for who I am. I don't have to change. No, it don't work that way. And what ends up happening is you spoke to the class thing. Now, me, I like the ballet. I like the opera. I like to go to the opera, season tickets to the opera. I enjoy that. I like to ski. I snowboard. I enjoy that. I'm sorry, it ain't my fault, but I ain't finding a whole lot of sisters out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a relationship like you the street. Let me ask y'all fellas a question, if, if y'all can relate to it. And it's nothing major, whatever the case, but have y'all ever felt like y'all told an ex or your current wife, woman, whoever, and you said something to them, like, because you know it. Like, you know, cleaning rims or shoes, whatever. But you, hey, babe, do it like this. Oh, you know, and they, they went against what you were saying. But then somebody else, whether especially if it was another man, whether it was friend or whatever the case, told them the exact same thing you did. Man, and you told them to do it. You know, that right there, you look at your woman like, hold up, what? Like, they're not just, but then it's a confrontation after that. Well, don't worry about it. Now, now our feelings hurt. And I think women expect men black men especially too that we can't be in our feelings too like we got mm-hmm. feelings as well you know what I mean but yeah. when we say something about our feelings it's like it's an issue or you ain't you tough you a man you sp- no no like hear yeah. me out you know what I'm saying so I, I'm and like I said I just felt like in some relationships you can tell them exactly how to tighten this boat or whatever nah it ain't gonna work it ain't gonna work but let little Johnny or their cousin or whatever say hey you do it like this oh look I did this by myself look what I did boo it was like mm, I told you that two weeks ago so now we feeling the way in this, but what's your problem? What's your, you know, it, I think a lot of women don't really get into our feelings like that. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. 
Man, you you're speaking the truth. I just experienced that four hours ago. Man, I'm not joking <laughs> with you. My girl just decided out of the blue that she wants to redo all of the flower beds in the front of her yard. This is the first house she's ever owned. So I'm like, okay, if you want to do this, let me finish with my work with my clients. I'll be over and I'll go to Lowe's with you. I'm going to Lowe's with her. She's trying to tell me, well, I can just use trash bags in the bottom. I said, sweetie, I'm trying to tell you something. This is a 48-year-old man that's owned seven properties and still owned two. I've done it wrong, and I know how to do it right. Didn't want to listen to me. Didn't want to I could just do it with trash bags. I don't even need it. She had to go back to Lowe's. She had somebody at Lowe's. They said, no, ma'am, you probably don't want to do that. That's going to make a big problem with you it, it, it's you're exactly right and what that does to a man is it's like you don't even view me as an equal uh you don't right. view me as a mental intellectual you don't respect my intelligence or my experience when you don't defer to my knowledge i'm never gonna tell you something wrong because i care about you all right but don't ignore the signals bro <laughs> I, I, that, yeah, a lot of us see red flags and signs, and don't ignore the signs, and then yeah, don't be mad later. We didn't pay attention to it, right? Hey, Women say the same mean, thing all the time. Yeah, to me, again, it goes back to uh, like where I talked about the young kid coming up to the golf shop, uh, working his stock. Now, while while this this father is teaching his son uh, to go, um, you know. Get up in the morning, and, and the first thing you do before you go play golf is you check your stock. All right, now, Mama got Becky at the house teaching her how to be a homemaker and how to uh, appreciate and how to enhance, you know, what little Johnny's doing uh, after he comes home from the from the golf from the golf course. So all of that stuff is taught early, and again, our our culture. Um, because, and, and I think it's because of the hurt that a lot of black women, uh, had felt, you know, going through, uh, women's live, uh, back in the sixties and, and, you know, uh, not being able to vote when, when men could vote and, uh, getting less pay on jobs, but doing pretty much the same job as a man was doing, uh, being left alone to raise kids in the household. So all that hurt has taught a lot of black women uh, to be their own woman and, and you don't need no man. So while while uh, Carisha is being taught to be in a strong, independent black woman and don't don't worry about depending on no man, Becky is being taught to, to um, depend on the man and to enhance him and to make him feel like uh, that masculine king uh, that he's been taught to be. And so when you when you have those opposites working, you know, Tyrone ain't, ain't going to go home and be fighting with Carisha in this battle over her being uh, Miss Independent and, and all of these things. So he just falls over to where Becky is that, that just gives him that peace when he comes home and, and, and he, all he got to do is put his feet up and, and she treating him like a king. So, I mean, to me, that's where, that's where it lies. I mean, pretty much, like you say, curiosity and respect curiosity because you know as as men that's just us we're we're adventurous we're curious 
black men, we ain't as curious as that. Well, I ain't gonna say because the man said he liked to ski and all that stuff. But you don't catch a lot of us skiing and rock climbing and all all that. But but we are curious. We do we do venture out. We 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 like to you know we we, we like to test the other side of the track sometimes. But then well, as you get a certain age, like you said, man, you know you just want to know that you're valued valued uh, as a man, as a husband. As the head of the household, you want to know that you got respect from your woman uh, and and your children. And when you come home in the evening after fighting with Mister Charlie all day uh, on this nine to five, the last thing I want to do because I'm already wore out. The last thing I want to do when I come home in the evening is fight. So uh, a lot of them are choosing. I got I got a friend, man. Just uh, just divorced um, right, right around Christmas, this past Christmas, from a sister. And uh, he's been seeing uh, a white girl, um, and he hit me up the other night and said, yo, man, um, I-, I think I'm going to pop the question. Um, we're going to get married, going to be out the country. I'm like, well, cool, if you're going to pay for my <laughs> pay for my trip, I'll be there. I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs>
to wind down in the close, you know, to even close out on this discussion, anybody want to say something else? Yeah, I, I wanted to say, as a man, as married to a black woman for 16 years, um, been with her 20 years, over half my life, I, I just want to say, we're doing a whole lot of generalizations, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be letting my wife down um, if I didn't say this, because, right. you know, all the, the you know, however you, your own personal experiences may have been, or what you may have seen, that's not, you know, that's really not commonplace. Mm-hmm. Over 90% of black men are married to black women. Mm-hmm. And while, you know, of course, we see a lot of the... the Hello? Hello? I'm sitting here. Hello, hello. Hey, well, look, I, I'll say this. I'll just... just Throw this out there yeah. while he's getting himself together. I mean, I'm, I'm married to a black woman. Been married 25 years. We just celebrated 25 years um, marriage this past uh, June. Uh, I'm, I'm not knocking black women. I'm just answering the question mm-hmm. as to why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, why we choose. Hello? Uh, hey, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, you, see you see what I'm saying? I'm just answering the question of why we choose other races. And, and, and I'm nine times out of ten, that's it. Yeah, like I said, curiosity and respect. But yeah, I've been married to my wife uh, 25 years. Just built our second mm-hmm. home. Uh, just moved into our second home right before um, Thanksgiving. So we just built our second home here in, in Salisbury. And uh, uh, 25 years on the job. Coming uh, this coming May. I, and we're not we're not where I think we can be or, or should be. Uh, financially, but we're, we're doing all right. But that's one of the conversations I have with my wife. And even after 25 years, I have to have that conversation. Look, I'm not coming home to, to a fight. I'm not coming home to an argument. You know, if I can't come home uh, to a house of peace, then, you know, the Bible says that, that it'd be better for a man to live on the corner of a house mm-hmm. than, to, than to stay in the house with a, with a, a raging woman. So I'm, I'm not going to I'm not coming home to hell. I'm mm-hmm. not coming home to an argument, you know. I ain't saying you got to have dinner cooked. I mean, I cook dinner sometimes. We take tar- turns doing things, you know, doing different things. And uh, I think that's what that's what strengthens the relationship. And you have that mutual respect. But you're not going to uh, just uh, disavow me as as the man, as the head of this household, and, 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 and want to challenge me. Uh, I, I ain't, I ain't having it. I don't care what color mm-hmm. you are. I ain't having it. But, uh, but yeah, I was just answering the question why, uh, why we chose, why we choose women of other races. Okay, go ahead, Justin. You can finish. Sorry, what you're uh, saying. My, um, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I, I dropped the call, but yeah, I was just saying, you know, uh, and, uh, and you know, over as I was saying, you know, ninety percent plus of you know black men are actually named to to black women and why that may not always be what we see, you know, media-wise or otherwise. Um, the thing is, the the black woman is the most disrespected mm-hmm. person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And as black men, I'm not saying, you know, you should be in an abusive relationship, but we have to do a better job of as black men are protecting our Security, black women. exactly. Um, and, and I think that's something that's being missed um, 
you know, everywhere. You know, people, and of course, when people feel like, just like me, you know, you feel like, hey, you know, my woman is not treating me this way and not respecting me this way. But the same thing, when she's out there in the world being disrespected, you know, getting paid less than everybody else, mm-hmm. she feels the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this is, a, you know, a good place coming together and understanding some of those things and how, you know, as black people, um, you know, whether you're in a relationship with a black woman or not, how we can, you know, better help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I can say that, you know, like some of y'all, I done been everywhere, <laughs> you know, prior to, um, you know, my wife, I, I've been everywhere else. And just because I could do it, so why not, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, when, you know, when I got to college and, you know, when I met my wife, I knew immediately I was like, oh, this is, this is my woman. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, it, you know, for me, it was a, a total change of how I had been in any other relationship, you know, how I previously treated women. But, um, the, again, just coming back to, you know, we, you know, can't leave our black women just out there fending for themselves, exactly. you know, the way that the world is. And there's way too much of that going on. I agree with you, man. But the question is, why do we? Mm-hmm. That, 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 I think that's a, you know, you know. Some men don't value really, black women. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. You're happy with. And mm-hmm. they're exactly. up there and shorty walking by. And then people look at the word settle. They say, oh, I don't want to settle. You do have to settle somewhere. You mm-hmm. got to find your balance and say, you know what? I'm happy with this balance. So I'm going to settle right here. I'm sit ill. So settling isn't always for the worst. Whether you settle for good or bad is on the individual and what they chose. But that's the problem. Like, you, you know, you get something at home, and if the bills is being paid, and you guys got something good going on, but because of the, the, the nigga mentality, if you want to say, as soon as there's a shorty go up, you know, you got dudes over here sleeping behind the, the homeboys, you know, um, girls, and you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you know, where was that respect at? You know what I'm saying? So so people just, and, and, and it's all male and female for black individuals. You're not just looking at the other, but... You know, if you're looking at a black woman, though, yeah, you got to respect them and stuff. Well, you got to, as a man, too, you got to give them something to be respected. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yo, that's, that's, now that's it right there. That's, that's real talk, talk right yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's straight up real talk. I, I, yeah. I personally, I mean, I'm, I'm raising for black women. And it was imperative to me to teach them how to value themselves and not actually look external, externally for validation. And I think oftentimes, in my experiences, and I, like like many of you here, I've been everywhere. And for me personally, I'll just tell you my personal experience, is that I learned something really quick, is that the things that, like a lot of the things that we talked about that are unattractive about some black women, and I say some black women because my grandma black. Come on now, hey. my mama black. Mm-hmm. And they ain't, hey. ain't nothing there you go. That's it. So uh, it's not all women. It's not all women, but it's some. And I will, I will say this, and, and I think this is not talked about enough. Just as many hood black women that don't appreciate the nicer things, don't have those things that that we may go to enough ethnicity for, 
And I don't think people, I think they go to another, men go to another ethnicity just to see whether it's different. They realize the same thing I realize. It's just as many white as they are black women. Yeah. It's just as many, just as many hood Mexican women as there are black women. Mm-hmm. Hood is hood. It don't care what color it comes in. And I think my man was mentioning, he said when he went to college, he saw his wife. If his wife had been green, he would have still known that was his woman. Right. So I, I think it doesn't, I think the, the epiphany or the self-actualization that happens with men is to discover that oftentimes what we think is a characteristical trait of a particular ethnicity is not. It is the environment and who that person chooses to be. Yeah, that's it. I definitely agree to environment, but I mean, it's kind of like looking at an individual too, and it isn't just all black women when it comes down to this, but it goes to that question. Why would she choose this hood over the college dude? Mm-hmm. Four kids later, 10 years, 10 years down the road, now they want old college boy that went and did something with themselves. But we, you know, I'm not going to say we, but their upbringing or whatever the case is, you know, we're not in that woman's mind, but she wanted, you know, John off the street because he was selling bricks and he got his little lifestyle, whatever the case is, but then I got old. You know, you can't sell drugs the way you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So their mentality is just kind of just the same way as, as, as dudes too though but it's like I don't it ain't no racial thing or whatever the case is but that's in every individual but it's just the understanding why Why would you choose not saying that you can't choose somebody that didn't go to college but why would you choose something that was a bad decision and you already knew it from junk right. or what because he got street cred because he got whatever so I, I, I think it's on, on the women too you know and if, and if I tried to holler at old Kim or whatever you know years ago now Kim wanted to holler at me I'm saying that I'm like nah I'm good we go over here to, you know, how teens from Asia or Becky, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people get tired of just making their, their own because they want to see something different. Like, you know, so choosing a career, you know, what position in sports you play, you know, you put your mind to it, you do it. So some people put their mind on a different race and say, hey, because if you're happy, you're happy. We all bleed red. We all got a heart. You know, so whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, I think it's just what individuals should go on, but they're scrutinized by the society to saying, why are you dating that white girl? You gonna go to jail or whatever the case is. So it's already in our mind. We don't get the support that we need at the beginning. Y'all think we ought to be offended? You think they ought to be offended when a black man dates outside of his race? That's one thing I want to know. Why is that so offensive when you chasing, when the women are chasing happiness and the man chasing happiness, why are they so offended? Why is that so offensive? Because he chose somebody that looks different than you he would have chose a black woman that's different than you. You still wouldn't have him. Why, why is that so offensive? when a black girl go get a white dude, then it's like, oh, girl, you upgraded. Oh, that's what I'm... They get compliments. Like, so I did have a my race, and the two get put down. So, hey, I don't know. I don't know. We're we going to need some women on the line on the next one. Right? Exactly. Yeah. We're going to have to do it. Hey. classy, intellectual women. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I um any any final thought on here because I know we're going on an hour and a, and a and a half or whatever. Great conversations, and so um, we're gonna have to pick it up on part two, and hopefully, like Joe said, get at least some ladies on here and the, the rest of the fellas. But um, as we close out, any any other thing y'all fellas want to say? 
Yeah, I, just uh, say, I, I would uh, say on like relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying on like your kids. Uh, one thing I said with my daughter because I know she was curious. I said, "Well, hey, you like the dude? Let me meet him. Mm-hmm. He wants to come over. I'll, y'all go in the living room. I order y'all some pizza. That way, you know, it's building a different kind of trust instead of just like, oh, I take you know, come visit my home about two, three times before I just say, hey, yeah, y'all go to the movies mm-hmm. alone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kid, you know what we did back in the day. So I would just say, you know, try to encourage." Not saying that encourage dating, but if they start dating, try to be a part of it and understanding with it, and just develop some more trust. And I, and I, I would add to that also, uh, as as fathers, we need to know. Uh, as fathers with daughters, uh, we need to know uh, what these guys' fathers are like. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that doesn't right. mean that, that that young man is going to be like that. But nine times out of ten. It's, it's where he learns, you know, mm-hmm. where he, whether dad's absent or, or whether dad's a tyrant, you know, what, what, you know, what kind of lessons are, are he learning as far as being a man. So you definitely want to, you know, want to, want to do that background check. But I, man, I enjoyed all of this. This has been, been good. Uh, Gerald Templeton, is that what it is? Uh, yes, sir. Man, I'm going to I'm, I'm definitely be in touch with you, man. I, I, I'm going to see you in, uh, if we're not friends on Facebook, I'm, uh, I'm going to send you a friend request, man. All of you guys, if, if y'all uh, are not friends with me, man, hit me up. Send me a friend request, man. We'd love to, you know, keep in touch uh, and, uh, and and link up, man, and build some type of networking. Uh, maybe we can build some type of networking out of this to strengthen us all in exactly. different areas. Never too old, never too old to, uh, to keep the, to stop learning, man. All right. All right. Absolutely. So we, um, so I loved we, it. So we know who you know who we're talking to. Give your name and and uh, for you know and for we bow out. This Rufus host. Yes, sir. Andrew Davis. Gerald Pimpleton. Gerald A. Pimpleton. Joe Hernandez. Simon Joe. Justin Johnson. JJ Works. All right, and I think Demarcus was on here, but um, um, that was Demarcus Davidson, and so I appreciate you fellas, and we'll link up again, and and this is real good, and and we'll get the the audio out so y'all can you know share it and let the community hear it, and and, and you know we all can grow from it. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Ruben. I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. Y'all be good. All right, y'all be good. Uh huh. We want to thank you all for listening to this special, this hour and a half special right here uh, on uh, this great platform that you're listening to us on. And so for more about the fellas, as well as the next time we'll do another round table, you can visit my website at theartsreshow.com or check out any of these guys on Facebook and we'll be sharing the information. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. Know that we love you for real and always remember to live every day. Laugh every moment and to love God, love yourself, and love other people beyond words. Uh, for more about me or this broadcast, you can visit my website at thearch3show.com. Take care. Talk to you soon. Peace. To the new man, we made it from the old man into the new man. We made a new, new, and it's up, 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 up,
downtown Thank God that he the need to make us free indeed Now the world was what, 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 what So now so never him his praise I think it was dead, but I'm not there for trying, trying, trying Let the redeemed say so Remade it as him until I feel God's way So we can stand tall and we will not wait So the non-believers can look at our lives and take notes yeah, cause we're the word redeemed, yo Waking up live like a cappuccino I know what he done for me, so I can get up and praise him to a world redeemed, yo yeah. I know I gotta raise the battle Raise the That's from sin to the saint As winners we can't Live by the pictures they paint Because they know that all the inner is tame. So we must live out our lives With a sense of restraint Which means do I live and we ain't We are controlled by the flesh We're depicted as way And pray without the quitter's complaint And being able to turn down Your dinner at eight Because the price that he paid for me Gave to me my freedom So I'm not a slave for me Christ made a way for me Grace we didn't pay for me Your way back to God Through the life that he gave for me it made me gave with a switch Our lives were in darkness They came with a switch So we don't walk like we used to Talk like we used to Call us for honor And he'll do it for you too Yeah I know I gotta raise him now Raise the Cause he called me to switch Go ahead Cause I know I gotta give it up If anybody wanna come And bring the